Scott, we are live, live with Investor Thrive. What's going on, Scott? Good to be here. So first off, it's been a while in the making. And no, it's been a while. But hey, <laughs> first of all, the people need to know how you got the nickname the machine, Levine. How how did you get that nickname, Scott? Uh the machine. The machine just <laughs> keeps going. The machine works and works and and you got a deal, you gotta go get another deal and when you think right. you have a deal and you don't go get another deal and when you got knocked on your ass, get up again and you know, it's you just gotta be a machine and you just gotta gotta keep going, just you know. The machine. The machine, you just gotta be a machine. So you got Especially that. in this business, you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I like I like the sound of Scott the machine Levine. At so, a rhyme, you know, it's got a good ring to it, you know. Yeah, man. It's kinda like it's kinda like real estate Nate. You know, what real I'm estate Nate, right. <laughs> I tell you how I got that name. I uh, was driving, I saw a, a billboard and it said uh -huh. mortgage, it said mortgage Mike on it. And I said, Hey mortgage. man, I wish, I wish I had a cool name like Mortgage Mike. And then I was like, you know, real estate Nate, that's actually pretty good. He was born. Yep. Exactly. Beautiful, man. All right, man. So let's kind of dive right into this. Um, that for people that don't know, um, and this is our podcast. We usually do it in the studio, but sometimes we meet with people who aren't in Salt Lake City, Utah. or can't get out there. And Scott, wh where are you currently located? I, I didn't. I don't recall getting that option to come out there. I, don't, hey, I, don't, I must have missed that email or what is it? You, you we, Discord we, me? <laughs> we honestly should have just made you that invite, but I figured. You know? Maybe a hassle. Maybe, maybe in the future we can you you can fly down here to Salt Lake City uh, and we can. Yeah, can no, I, 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 I'd happy to drive in my hop in my truck and drive over there. To be honest with you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. next time we do it, this will be like a little test run. Then I'd love it. Yeah, man. Yeah, and we'll get you in Salt Lake. Give me an so, excuse to get out there. Yeah, dude. It's have you ever been out to Utah? I have. Yeah, we went uh, snowboarding. Me and my wife. Uh, this was years back, but uh, yeah, it was beautiful. We had a great time. Oh man, I love it's beautiful out here. And what part of Car North Carolina are you in? I'm just outside of Charlotte. Uh, it's called uh, my my town's called Waxo. It's just south South Charlotte. I'd refer to it as. And you were I used moved. to you were in New York, right? Oh yeah, born and raised. Yeah, I, I lived there uh, 38 years. I, I just moved here two years ago. Um, moved my family down here. You know, just needed a fresh start. I wasn't doing real estate when I came down here. Um. I do have a history of investments I, I, and, and sales, but it wasn't behind real estate. It was behind uh, intangible objects, such yeah. as stocks and equities or IPOs and private placements. So being able to have something real as real estate, Nate, um, you know, it's great. It's, it's great to have something solid to, uh, to be involved with, really. Yeah, man. So kind of tell me, um, by, by the way, before we jump the gun, so Investor Thrive Nation – we got uh, Scott on here, and um, if you never come on this podcast, basically what our goal is is to not only help you succeed in your personal lives, but in real estate as well. So uh, mindset, we want to help you guys you know, know what it takes to get this business done. So that's why we do these podcasts. But I've asked Scott to come on because he just had a giant check. Um, he's helping us in our Investor Thrive coaching program to help people get deals, and we partner with people. So that, that's why we brought Scott on. But um, Scott, I want to dive into what you're saying. You you were working with intangibles and in stocks. What what got you into that? Like, uh, did you have a like, family member that were into that? Uh, like, what made you choose that path? Into the uh, what got me started on the stock side originally? Yeah, way exactly. back when I was you know 18 and and wet behind the ears. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was actually 
I was actually working at a deli and uh, I was making an egg sandwich for a customer. And the, uh, the owner came up to me. I was working on the griddle and she came up to me and she slapped a whole stick of lard right on the <laughs> r- right there. Right. <laughs> so you're making an egg sandwich. <laughs> I, that's what I told us. I'm making an egg sandwich, not a lard sandwich. I've never seen this in my life. You know, like what, what is this? Right. She said, that's how we make it. No, that's not how you. That's how we make it, <laughs> sir. Excuse me. Do you want lard on your egg sandwich? He was like, no. <laughs> I just took up my apron. I threw it down. Right. So, when you ask how I got into the stocks, I happened to be at a, a friend's house one day, and I was telling that story, and he had a, a, a buddy that was doing good on uh, on Wall Street at the time, okay. um, and he said that he was hiring. You know, now that I'm. Now that I was unemployed, right? And he loved my passion behind standing up for this man and his egg sandwich, that too. Awesome. You know, so he knew I had the heart. Um, <laughs> take my Thanks. apron, get out of here, you know? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I got hooked up. Uh, his name was Chris. Uh, I interviewed with him at a, at a firm uh, in, uh, in New York. And uh, I got a job. I got the opportunity, right? And uh, mm-hmm. I ran with it, you know? Uh, my background, I had a... A GED. I wasn't really good at school and, you know, staying focused in a classroom. I was more of an entrepreneur than a, uh, uh, you know, someone that sat back uh, right. and took jobs and, and tasks. So uh, maybe that's why I have such difficulty using the street yard over here. <laughs> yeah. Right. I just want to, I just want to go. Right. Yeah. I, I just want to be live. Right. I want to just be live and not yep, have to, yeah, not have to worry about all that, the, that stuff that we have to worry yeah, about. Yeah. All that, Dude. all that stuff. Yeah. That's right. um, so, uh, yeah, uh, I worked, uh, I worked my way up from, uh, you know, getting coffee to, uh, you know, ordering coffee. Right. I worked yeah. on wall street for a while, lived in a beautiful place right down the street in battery park and, you know, had a couple of kids and it was time to make a move. So I left, I left that business. Um, and I just wanted something that still had big ticket items, big ticket sales. Right. And I had some odd jobs in between. I worked with a marketing company. I worked with a CBD company and I just needed a, a bigger ticket item for sales. Right. And, you know, right. to be able to help people out in return. Right. I, I know if you help enough people get what they want, then you can have whatever you want. So, yeah, I mean, you, the, the amount of problems and the amount of people you can help is, oh is my God. a direct reflection of like what you make. Right. Yeah. It's people like I'm not in real estate. I'm in problem, problem solving. It just happens to be about real estate. With you know, bigger or, ticket or real, items, real estate's yeah. involved. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I bought a car a couple of weeks ago and, you know, I bought a few cars from this guy in, in, the, in the past couple of years. And he was, you know, just telling me like last month was really bad. You know, he, he had three sales all month. Right. And, um, you know, we were just talking, right. And like, right. you know, to, to be somewhere 30 days, you know, and to get one or two sales or three sales, right. It's it's all about the perspective, right? Because look, mm-hmm. honestly, if, if we had three sales, even if we only made five grand off of each assignment, right? Mm-hmm. That's still fifteen grand, right? Right. You know it's not our best month, but you also know it's not your worst month either. So right. Yeah. right? You know, when this guy's talking about, well, I, I, I finally made three closing transactions. Well, well, great. What did you get for it? Well, I don't have enough to put groceries in the fridge. Right. Yeah, right. What, what is that at the end of the day? Right. What do you really get? Right. How many vehicles do you need to actually move? Right. To make a hundred grand in a month or, or 10 grand. 
Yeah. All right. Let's let's put it in perspective for people, right? Because I understand we're talking about big checks here, but again, a big check for you or me might not be a big check for someone else. Um, I've had both, right? There's 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 months that I I haven't had any check, right? Mm-hmm. And there's other months that I had so much money I didn't know what to do with it, mm-hmm. right? So um, I understand where it comes from and where it goes really quick, especially when you're trying to build a business. So um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that this business, even though you can get deals for free, it does require to scale it and grow. It requires an investment of capital and, 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 you know, growing, growing and scaling. So I think a lot of people get into it because they realize, oh, yeah, I can get deals and I don't have to spend that much. But if you want to grow this, you got to invest. Yeah. You you don't have to put money into a hobby. Right. A hobby, you you know, unless you really grow that hobby into a business, you know. You, got, you just got to nurture this, right? And so there, there's things that I do today that I didn't do when I started. When I started in the business, I like the idea of real estate investing with no money. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. How the heck do you do that? I did it in 30 days. Yeah. I had a beautiful check. And I, I, again, living in North Carolina, bought and sold the property on the MLS with the broker, uh, made $36,000 wholetailing it. And then walk into the property. I never visited it. I had a broker do a walkthrough for me on my first deal. Is that the one that you did, got through Google ads? Yeah. Yeah, it was Google ads. Yeah. It was on a free Google ad. So when I started doing this, Google was offering a $150 free ad voucher, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's 500 uh, bucks now, right? It's $500 now. Yeah. And it's cool with Google because they, they hate you at the end of the month, right? So you can, you can have accumulate that spend now and not get hit with it until – 30 days out where, you know, Facebook's different. They're going to, they're going to hit you that, that whole way. And, you know, mm-hmm. until you get big enough that you, you build rapport with them, but yeah, Google's cool. So, so you could basically spend a thousand dollars of ads and pay 500 bucks in 30 days right now. Yeah. So yeah, with a thousand dollars of ads, I mean, the right ad, you know, and you got your first money. deal from that first uh, 150 bucks of free money or did you go over the, well, it was the, it was the, the first month. I, I, I overspent that month. Let's say I was spending, maybe I started like $10 a day, right? Maybe I started at, uh, maybe I went to like $50 a day. Mm-hmm. So just between the first 30 days is when I had that. I had more than one contract in the first 30 days. That's the first closing one, right? Yeah. Um, the other two didn't close just from my inability to, you know, I really didn't know what I was doing, right? Okay. Um, I locked them up. I didn't lock them up too high, but I locked them up with the bad terms. Like I really thought we were closing in nine days, you know, and I was going to assign this thing tomorrow. Right. Well, guess what? It wasn't Charlotte, North Carolina. It was, I I couldn't even tell you what odd town this was in, in Ohio. Right. Like there were no buyers there. I I assure you there still aren't any buyers. Right. And this woman was buying like, she wanted to sell this house. She was buying like some house at auction and she needed this house to be closed to, to show up at auction with cash. Right. I got you girl, <laughs> man. I felt so bad calling her back saying you might be going to auction, but it's not because of me. <laughs> All right? so, so that's awesome news. Like, and we have that blueprint that we're able to give to people that, you know, join our, uh, you know, yeah. our program. So, so let's kind of dive in. I've, we, we found out a little bit about your background. You're in stocks. You've gotten to real estate because you wanted to still sell bigger ticket items. You've been successful at it. You've been at it for how long now? About two years? Uh, I incorporated, yeah, just, uh, yeah, call it two years. 
Okay. And yeah. and what what is the issue, the problem that me, me and you have talked about and seen have actually created a solution that we feel like will help people? Like what's the problem that you see and that you even faced? You you even faced it yourself with that Ohio property. Well, yeah, I shouldn't have I sh- look. I shouldn't have been marketing to that area, right? So at the time that 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 ad campaign was running national, right? Mm-hmm. So national means any and everywhere. Right. And when you're not trying to spend money on leads, meaning you're trying to get volume and not necessarily quality, right? Well, you're going to get some random leads of people that are motivated to sell, but you're going to have a difficult time dispo, right? right? So I quickly adjusted that, right? Now I started doing, you know, major cities 50 miles out, right? That's that's how I wound up in McHenry, Illinois, because I had targeted uh, Illinois, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, I stopped that campaign because right around this time, uh, Illinois turned into, you could only, uh, assign one deal, uh, a year, right. Uh, per LLC. Right. Um, so I, I did, right. You know, it, it worked out well. Um, but, uh, uh, as far as being able to market to these areas, I mean, that's kind of why I, you know, look, honestly, we get stressed out, man. We look at all these deals that people send us and they're wasting their own time when they could be making all, you know, making money. So, if we could teach them the right market to go into or the right thing to say or, you know, heck, the right thing to wear, I don't I don't care what it is. Right. But there, there is a formula to this. Right. It's you know, you have to wear plaid. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, right. You have you have to wear plaid. That's, that's, that's part of the first part of the formula. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But it, it, it is right. Believe me, I, I've, I've gone across enough things that don't work. Right. I yep. mean, yeah, man. Same here. <laughs> There's been plenty of times my wife said, just go get a job, right? Get a job, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, babe, nah, you don't understand. We're getting 75 grand this month. Watch, watch, watch. And sure, that came right in. Uh-huh. Shit, shit, <laughs> what the hell did you do last month, right? <laughs> and last month, I was building another system. I threw in the garbage. That's you know? <laughs> night I was building a spreadsheet that we'll never look at. Or we'll it'll, never, it'll never be used because it doesn't work, right? So... People don't understand this. You know, you, you've seen that uh, that uh, that poster, right, where it shows like the the, the glacier, right? It's like yep. the tip of the glacier, right? You don't see all that work that comes in oh, in behind God. it, right? Like not even close. My yeah. daughter's asked me ten times to play with her today, right? I I played with her four, right? But the other ten, right? Yes, <laughs> I got to put in that work, right? And you know, she's it's home from school today, and you know. Like, Exactly. Well, that's amazing that you bring that up because I think there's so many people that are hungry to do deals. And and I started this discord and Facebook group and, and then we started the discord maybe two, three weeks ago. Can, maybe I, can I touch on the, on the, on the discord for a second? Go ahead. You know, Go ahead. My, my son knew more what discord is when, and he's 10, right? Because of the, of the gamers and stuff. Right. Yeah. But when I understood that and, and you put it good, you're like, look, Zuck sucks. And, He's going to control what you do or you don't see. So right. if you might not be on the page today to see a good deal come in and for whatever reason, you got flooded with junk today. Well, guess what? I'm going to set up a Discord channel and all you have to do is go through it. You can see the junk because I separated that into Daisy Chain channel, right? <laughs> right. We, we push that out. And now we have the deal channel that I actually have the contract on deal, right? Mm-hmm. So... If you can see these at any time during the day, you can see them. I can see them. Zuck could see them, right? He just got to sign into your Discord, right? So it's changed, right? We're we're not penalizing him, right? In any way, you could see it. You could see it. He can buy the same deal we can, 
Exactly. Get into Nate's Discord, right? Hop into the Investor Thrive, Zuck. All right, that's it. That's, that's right? it. We're calling you <laughs> out. Come on <laughs> in there. Oh, but that 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 platform's great, and you know, in, in, again, it's only a few weeks old, and I think you know right away when I saw, you know, great idea. We got to execute it though, because honestly, the only things I saw when I first went on there were the same Facebook deals, right? It's trash, bro. Trash. We don't need another platform just with the same stuff. I, I'll mm -hmm. stay on Facebook for that, mm -hmm. right? You and I were trying to connect on uh, one of these platforms earlier today, and we realized that the reason it wouldn't connect was I don't even have Facebook open. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, just I, I think the opportunity here to be direct with people and not be, you know, filtered in any way is, is really valuable, and people shouldn't waste that opportunity and say they have a deal when they really don't. And look, if it's a great deal and, you know, someone brought it to you and you can't close it, like, do you have a contract on it? Like, yeah. what, what, what is it, right? Is it word of mouth? Like, just don't waste your own time. So we, we've taken the time out of our day and our lives and our weeks and our weekends to put together, you know, a really nice program to just, you'll have the right cities. Any, Nate, let me ask you, any yeah. of those cities, do you not have buyers in? Um. Oh, the ones that we're targeting in the program? Yeah. Oh no, bro. Come on. Any major city. I mean, honestly, even in rural areas, if they're not even it's hours, not even you don't have hundred and fifty cities on there. You don't have a thousand. You you have how many cities on there, right? We made this um, so so broke down basic for people, right? That if you just target any of those cities, pick four of them, we'll find a buyer in that city on that deal. Right. On a deal, right? Mm -hmm. Not on just oh, I I got a contract. You got a contract to nowhere that's gonna, you know. It, we got to go rework a deal right now or walk a seller back or make better terms. Like, you know, yeah. my dad taught me a long, long time ago. He said, do it right the first time or take the time and do it over. So, you know, it's, it's that's that simple, good. right? Lock people yeah. up the right way and they're happy and they'll give you referrals. And, yeah, and you're not going to make a bad name for what we do, you know, but how much, I mean, I think so many people just throw, throw stuff at the wall, just trying to see what sticks and what, if I, this program they throw what at the wall, stuff at the wall, stuff, <laughs> stuff at the wall to see if it sticks. That's right, man. Stuff. <laughs> so the reason why I, I, this program existed when you started or I started, dude, that would help out a ton because I spent months and years trying to get sellers to work with sellers to follow up with them when it didn't even make sense. Like in the long run, it's like, why am I no. following up with someone that has a property in the middle of the wilderness in California, like above Sacramento, like Redmond's just out there. Like it's, that's not worth my time. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth the ticket. Yeah. So even anyway. if you sell that one, I mean, it's, it's, if that's your market, I mean, you're going to make a business there and stake your claim. Great. But if that's a one-off deal, you're going to make yourself nuts, man. So let's talk about this deal. You just had, a, was this your biggest deal that you've done? The $137,000 check? Was that your biggest real estate deal so far? Biggest real estate deal, yes. Big, not yeah. not biggest check, but yes, biggest real estate deal. So yes. let's talk about yeah. the your $137,000 deal. Can you, can you kind of let us know about how you got it? Uh, what marketing channel? Help the like seller. Help the seller. Yeah, so what help happened? the seller, help the seller, help the seller. Help the seller so much, I got $137,000 worth of help. Felt good. A lot of help. Oh, a lot of help, right? Well, no, tell, I, me about, tell me about the help. Like, what did you, what'd you do? No, look, it was a, it was a, a beautiful house. So I, I'll walk you through the full deal process, right? And, yeah, and anyone, anyone that you know 
anyone to tell me, you know, that 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 this is, you know, wholesaling not real or or this is a scam or or anything like that. This is this is as real as it gets, right? Yeah. Homeowner posted on Zillow for sale by owner, right? Now, one of my questions when I speak to a homeowner selling on Zillow, right? I, I say a, a FISBO, right? Mm-hmm. I say, have you have you already tried? Have you already tried a real estate broker, or or how come you haven't listed with the broker? Why why not go that route, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll hear all sorts of answers, right? Now, someone's not going to tell you that they're a hoarder, maybe, right? And they can't show the house, or you know, maybe there's someone there that's sick and they can't let people in, right? There's there's reasons that people can't do showings, right? So again, this goes back to we're going to trade your property. We're going to trade that pain, that that problem, for money, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that problem. Maybe give you some cash. Maybe not, right? Maybe the the problem doesn't need cash, right? And it just needs to get rid of the problem, right? Right. So in this case here, uh, this homeowner listed the property, beautiful property in Charlotte, North Carolina, brick house, great neighborhood. Uh, I would I would have lived there myself, right? Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a uh, I use a uh, a scraping tool, and um, I I basically crawl different Fisbo ads on Zillow. I scrape the page and then I send some automated messages to people, right? So people reply back, yes, no, maybe so. And then, you know, they, they work through my system. So mm-hmm. whether he was a yes, no, or maybe so, I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, that property was off the market in less than 48 hours. Okay. The reason being was, again, beautiful property, phone was ringing off the hook. I'm a broker. I want to list your property. I'm going to get you top dollar. Bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. Well, he couldn't do that. And I'll tell you why. There was a squatter in the house. Mm. He had somebody living in the property that wasn't paying rent. Mm-hmm. And he had a problem. He couldn't get that squatter out. And he couldn't sell the property to someone with the squatter in there. Right. Because the average homeowner wants to live there with their wife and kids. So you okay. went in there and lit that squatter up. He <laughs> lit that squatter up. You don't even. <laughs> the books. The book's coming out. Okay, the book's coming out. I've already signed papers, so I, I can't <laughs> say exactly, you know, I, I, I'm happy to be here, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the play, the playbook that went here, honestly, tell you what, anyone that signs up for the all-in-one, I'll give you the playbook, right? We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, do, it, we'll do another meeting. But <laughs> the things that took place here, honestly, uh, attorneys that I spoke to were just like, yeah. right? we did this yeah. all legal. We did it all by the book. We did it all right. Okay, got the squatter out, right? We got the eviction awarded to us. I filed the monetary award. Uh, the list goes on, right? So when we got possession of the property and the sheriff had to come and we had to drill the locks and take her out of there, I mean, again, it's, uh, it's it was a problem, right? It was a problem. Did you right? close on the property before uh, with the squatter in and t- take care of it, or did you uh, close on it after the squatter was out? So, um, no, closed. Uh, so on this transaction, yes, I did close. I did take deed. I did take possession. This did not. Uh, this was not an assignment, even though it could have been. Um, it could course, have easily yeah. been an assignment um, at the end because I, I did put it onto the MLS as I was selling it. Right. I used the flat fee listing. Um, and uh, Real quick. Um, we got someone that says on Facebook, definitely want to see the playbook. So we got someone that really wants to see what you Facebook got. user. Facebook user. That's a cool name. 
they, they right. can't they for some if they want us to see their name they have to like uh sign in Streamyard. But anyway, I got you the playbook. Maybe you can help me make the movie. Really, this was the craziest thing I've ever been through. The seller will tell you the same thing. Scott, was, I love you. All right. Did you did you sell or finance it, or where you you owned it and got deed and all that stuff through financing, or did you close on it with hard money? So this goes back to relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. This contract changed. This contract was amended. This, this, it was changed so many times, mm -hmm. right? During the first time of me locking it up and saying, hey, I've got a deal. You don't think the seller actually told me there was a squatter in the house when I got that first contract, do you? I guarantee they didn't. You don't think the seller was truthful with me, do you? No, not at all. <laughs> Not at all, mate. <laughs> so how long, how many calls did it take for him to give you the, the truth, the juice? Uh, I'm still trying to get the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it still, it still isn't. The deal's closed and you don't even know how much it is. The deal's done. I still tell you. That's funny, brother. <laughs> That's awesome. No, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. No, but look. Uh, I'm, I'm still cool with the seller. Uh, the seller is actually looking for a property right now in um, uh, anywhere in Vegas. Uh, he's in New Mexico right now. He wants to get out of New Mexico. We'd love to get him to Vegas somewhere, somewhere in Nevada, um, Henderson, Lake Havasu. Um, so if anyone has well, something, you know, please let us know. So, so hold on. Did you close on it with hard money? I know you said the contract changed a lot, but did you actually close on it or did you do seller finance yeah. to uh, take ownership? No. So what he had on this property, he was going through a forbearance, right? So even though the squatter was in there not paying any money, he mm -hmm. technically didn't have a payment that was due at that time to the bank, right? Understandable. So, so as we got further and further away from COVID, right, mm -hmm. we knew that that forbearance was ending, okay? So we yes. finally structured with the bank. In this case, it was Wells Fargo. We set a date. Hey, in this case, I think it was like... Uh, it might have been February 1st or March 1st, whatever, whatever that date was. But there was a set date that, you know, the power had to be turned back on and payments, you know, your monthly payments had to resume. Right. There's right. no more COVID, you know. Um, so um, so we set the closing for that for that for that time. Right. Okay. But I told him, look, I did all this work. We, we're getting her out. I'm not going to close until she's actually out. So I actually had the seller make uh, a month of payment. Okay. Um, and then I, I, I paid it back to him actually at, at closing from, from, from my, my piece. Were um, you worried that you would have done all this work to get the seller out and, and to, to with all his attorneys. And then maybe he, since you didn't own it yet, that he would turn around and sell to someone else or, you know, be like, Oh, thanks. Now that the house is, she's out. I know we have a contract, but you know, you didn't actually own it. So you did a lot of work and did, did that well, worry? I owned, I owned the contract. You're right. I didn't own the deed to the property, but I did own the contract and I did register that contract uh, with the county by yeah. filing a memorandum stating Perfect. that, hey, we're Perfect. working through a contract here. Um, uh, you know, look, I, I've been in the deal where where a seller, right, at the at literally at the last moment circumvented me, tried to circumvent me. Try. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, they they were already drinking their champagne. They thought they won, right? They go check their bank account. Hey, why isn't why? How come the wire's not hit yet? You know, let yeah. me call title. Man, title couldn't register that deed. 
Yep. So they had to call me and negotiate, right? And they started at a hundred dollars, and I told them where to stick it. You know. Yeah. What did you get for it? Five k. Ten. That's great. Great job. I got Honestly, ten. On, unfortunately, I made less money. I would have made a few thousand dollars more. I think it was fourteen thousand dollars that I would have made, mm-hmm. and the seller would have made more money. But because the seller circumvented me and wound up signing a contract with another broker, she paid 7% to both the listing agent and to the buyer's agent. So between between those transactions and getting whacked over the head by the title, because title just took advantage of her, you can negotiate fees, people, right? That's why they send you a statement, right? You can tell them this is absurd, right? I mean, 50 bucks is 50 bucks, but... I, I swear I'll never buy a house the way I, I bought the house that I'm living in right now. Right. When, right, when I, right. when I didn't know better and I mean, 25, what, what the hell is this? Right. Like craziness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. I know now, Nate, that's a hundred percent true, brother. Um, let's see. We got Damon on here. He has a question for you. He says, what do you got? Ask Scott if he can provide me with, do I need to need to found out? Okay. Hold on. Let me read this before I, uh, Make it okay. Do I need to? Okay, so he's asking for help on a seller finance deal, and um, he just wants to know exactly what to ask the seller so he can prov- like structure a deal. So like he he's talking like what interest like what's their payment? Uh, how much do they owe left on the mortgage? How long you know before we can you know how many payments could we make them before we have to balloon them out? Damon, um, come on the the call tomorrow that Scott does at 8 a.m. at Mount Center time or the one that Sean does, and we'll provide you the information, all right? So that's why, Scott, this is exactly why we do it, because Damon over here is asking questions, and he, he he's possibly got a motivated seller. He just doesn't know how to structure it. That's why we have the all-in-one calling program, so we can sure. get you taking action. And instead <clears throat> of losing this deal, like maybe I would have when I first started, you know, we provide, we provide, you, you can, you can ask people that we're working with right now. I mean, people have come to the table and said, Hey, I, I've got this, you know, creative deal that I want to put together. And my first question is, well, why won't cash work? Yeah. Right. What, what, what is that? Well, I didn't even offer him cash. Yeah. Well, in order to go creative, we really have to realize that that cash won't work. Right. So, yeah. so there's a process to even get to that offer. Right. And and I think that's what so many people are missing. Right. They're just making the offer. Well, anyone can make offers. All these people text me back. What's your offer? What's your offer? No, we, we need to have a conversation. I need to understand what's the problem here, because that's what I'm buying. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not buying this property. I can go buy any property. Right. But what's the benefit of buying this property over something else? Yeah, and and honestly, if people don't have any a problem or something they need to solve, then they are not going to sell it to us. You know, they're going to sell it on for retail. They'll list. sell it to us for retail. Yeah, they're going to sell it to us for retail, but we're not looking for retail. We're looking for some deals so we can make. No, some- we want deals. I want to solve problems. If I'm not solving a problem, I'm not getting a deal. It's yeah. plain and simple. I can think of every deal I've done, and there's been a specific situation: tired landlord, the house needs work. Um, you know, renters, uh, tenants won't get out, death. Like it, there's always something. No one has ever been like, look, I got a perfectly great house. I'll sell it to you for discount. If sure. anything, they're like, hey, I got a perfectly good house, but I don't want to deal with the process of listing and going through that. I want speed, you know? 
I, I have a, I own a property right now that I paid zero dollars out of pocket for. Even had the seller cover closing. The seller to this date still pays the HOA on the property, right? But the cash flow on the property comes to me, and then I make the monthly payment on the mortgage and keep the difference. Okay, beautiful property, no issues with it whatsoever. The seller bought it in January, but guess what? By the time February came along, his company needed to relocate him to another state. So if he wanted to go put that house on the market that he bought retail plus closing fees, that got he banged them over the head plus his broker fees, he was under the water. He, he would lose. He he would have to come to closing with the check. So then you just took over his mortgage. I you just took it over. Well, I didn't take it over. I took over the payments. The mortgage is still the, in his name, but the yeah, payments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, is, what is that? A uh, that's a subject to. I took it subject, subject to. to the existing terms, so the existing loan amount, the existing rate. How long are you going to do existing. that? How long are you doing it for? Life of the loan. Well, that unless I sell it, I mean that thing's got you know, thirty years on it. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, yeah, it's you, brand new. Do you cash flow pretty good on it? Yeah, I'm going to cash flow even better. I've been renting. Um, uh, I've been renting furniture for it, so I never saw the property, never walked through the property, never did anything to the property. Mm -hmm. um, I was trying to, after I after I bought it and closed on it, I was having trouble. Um, I was trying to do a uh, a lease option on it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Get and I was asking down. for like I, I was I was asking for ten grand down on a two hundred thousand dollar house. So mm -hmm. I don't think that's too high, but might have been too much for the people that were, you know, willing to make the purchase. Right. So right. it didn't work. Uh, I thought, Hey, let me throw it on Airbnb and, you know, just see what comes in. No joke. Within 48 hours, I had $3,600 worth of bookings. So I took my other listings down. I called up court furniture, which is a furniture rental company. They happen to have a location in Detroit, which is where the property is. They came over, furnished the whole place. Right. I had a cleaning girl I got off of Craigslist. The cleaning girl came in, set up the bedding and all the shit that I ordered. I'm sorry, all the stuff that I ordered <laughs> off of uh, off of Amazon and uh, and Walmart. You know, that's amazing, man. <laughs> and this this come this probably came from your pay per click campaigns, right? This came from a paper. Let me show you how powerful the pay per clicks are, right? Show and, us, brother. Not only did it come from a pay per click campaign where he filled out the ad, but then he called me, right? And when I when I answered the phone and I was busy and I said, I'll call you back. And I didn't. He mm -hmm. called me again. Wow. Right. So this guy said, take my problem. Take help me. Take That's my good. problem. <laughs> I'm moving out of the country. Out of the out, out of the city, out of the state in this case. I was just thinking he's not from the country. Right. So, yeah. you know, he didn't want to be a manager from states away. And he certainly didn't want to come up with seven plus grand to, to, to close on this property. You know, Scott, let me, let me say something to the millions and millions of fans and viewers of the show. We are providing a way to help people get deals like this. Like, do you think, I mean, you're a pretty savvy guy. Do you think someone that's 19, 25 in that range is going to know how to structure that? I'm not, not calling like age saying, because you're that age, you don't know what you're doing. No, I'm, I'm not just savvy. I'm savory. Right. Like, the, like, like a good gravy, you know, you can be old, you can be old and know nothing. Right. But listen, that's, I, that's I right. live and breathe this. Right. Like that's what uh, I'm saying. Like, so like, like the machine, leverage, right. I the have leverage, to learn this. I can machine. fail myself, Nate. I can't fail my four kids. Right. I got to have milk in the fridge. My wife will come in and you're beating me. Right. <laughs> I can skip lunch. Right. I can fail me, but yeah, I'm responsible yeah. for other people.
So oh, if I don't deliver to them, right, like, so I got to learn this stuff. I got to learn it in that list. And I, I work with other people. Like, I'm not the brightest guy when it comes to certain things, right? Reading spreadsheets or understanding numbers, you know, IRRs or NLIs, right? But Maybe. there's other people that, that do. So yeah. work with them, right? If you don't know real estate, just work with someone that does. That's why, again, <laughs> I want to go back to. The, this is how awesome our program is. It's so, so cheap to get in. It's, it's, you're getting coaching for that cheap to get your first deal. But leverage Scott, leverage me, leverage our expertise. And Yeah, that's the value. Yeah, come on. Yeah, guys. that's the value. Come on. And, and I know Damon over here, he's asking questions for us on our podcast. He's like, hey, help me with this deal. Damon, this is a podcast. I appreciate you being, you know. Damon, call, call me after the 631-487-3400. <laughs> all right, give me a call after this, all right? Yeah, but, Damon, but let us just finish this podcast yeah, my man, yeah. please, all right? <laughs> this man over here, Damon, hey, guys, how do I structure this? Y'all like, <laughs> tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., or 10 o'clock Eastern, you know? I'm, not, I'm there for you. I'll exactly. help you, please. But let Nathan just finish this interview with me. I love you. <laughs> heart emoji, heart emoji. <laughs> Let me finish my interview, Damon. Come on, man. Okay. By the Got way, we're going to structure this thing, my man. We got it. All right, Damon. Got it. <laughs> it's funny, man, because they're going to watch this video back on YouTube and they're going to be like, what are they talking about? This is, <laughs> this is live, guys. And Facebook and people and other users can comment uh, what's going on. So, But when we put this out live, they're going to be like, what are these guys yapping about? Anyway, <laughs> we're having a good time, Scott. And, um, you got to have a good time. Listen, you got you to gotta have a smile on a bad day. Yep. And right? that's, and not you got to have a bad day. You got to smile. It's, it's, you're still smiling. And, and this is the thing. Like, I want to kind of end with this, guys. Like, this bit, this job is a roller coaster, right? You're going to have yeah. deals where you, you get a seller and they're good to go. And then maybe in two weeks they decide to change their mind. Like, you have to have the right mindset and you have to be the machine. You have to keep going or you're going to. You know, if you don't have that smile and if you don't every day look for a way to get better, you're you're going to get beat up. You're going to get beat up. It's true. You get knocked down, just get up again. Right. That's right. That's well, song, Scott, right? Yeah. We're going to do more podcasts together, especially as we grow. But I'm glad that you're a part of, you know, the discord, a part of the group, because there's a giant need for people <clears throat> in this industry that will just spend months and months and months locking down locking up bad deals and they they think they're doing something what we're trying to do is cut into that even though it takes a lot of our time and effort and energy we're trying to cut in that and help you by partnering on deals together like yes it's gonna be give and take we're not gonna give you a hundred percent of the deal because we are gonna use our time and energy i wouldn't ask you to do a hundred percent of the work exactly it's just just let's 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 take some baby steps here instead of like just doing everything and having a contract in your hand next week on a bridge that goes nowhere. I mean, what's, what are we doing? That's that's so what we provide is leverage our expertise. We will tr give you the blueprint on how to wholesale. And eventually once you get a couple deals and we help you make money, then you can upgrade into the higher level mastermind mentorship that we go into Nathan's mentorship. Go, go JV your own deals. Go, go do your own deals. I, I, I encourage you, please. Uh, I'm not looking to hold your hand forever. You know, let's yeah, let's, let's do a couple of deals. Even if we even do one and they're good, you know, you're good to go on start your own business. But the finding a deal is the the I think the hardest part of the business that most people struggle with is finding consistent deals. So consistent. Yeah. So why waste your time on trash when we can help you? I, I think Sean, Sean Hayes, who also helps us out with the program. He, he says that a lot of people come in with properties in the middle of nowhere and just, it's like, Hey, you just let that one go. That's a waste of your time. 
you know? Just keep it moving. There's plenty of, there's, 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 there's a lot of houses out there. There are. And, so, there's, and there's a lot of problems. There are a lot of problems and there's going to be more problems as life goes on. So Scott, let's. I think the forbearance right now, I think uh, something's coming to an end, like right now of like the COVID is like over, over like the forbearance. So I, I would, I would, I would anticipate seeing some nicer houses coming, you know, facing problems. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be there and you, and you'll be able to leverage us to get those deals done. So Scott, um, let's, you have one nugget, one thing you'd like to leave the viewers who have watched this, you know, with, um, that you'd want them to, you know, remember or anything you'd like to leave with them. Ooh, put me on the spot. Well, one nug, one nug, give us the greater the setback, the greater the comeback. Wow. Watch out. Watch, watch. Just again, greater the setback, the greater the comeback. All right. Don't worry that you haven't gotten your first deal yet. Who cares? You're going to, you're going to laugh at that when you, when you, on your hundredth deal, right? You're drinking a bourbon, having a good time, right? With your, your wife and kids, right? My, my first deal. Oh my God. It was so hard. Your first deal, loser. Like just don't, don't just, you know, really your setbacks will, will, will help you go forward. So just, just don't, don't, don't stay step back. Okay. Look, look at the bottom of the screen. I put I put that in. I put greater that the down setback, there. The greater the comeback. That's right, my man. Man, that is powerful. That's powerful. The greater the setback, the greater the comeback. And honestly, we've had some setbacks. I mean, we have. We were. We've been in, in some pretty bad debt in the business. We've. We haven't. We've had some deals that. We, you, you had a big month last month. You had a two hundred thousand dollar check. Did, did you do that? That that was your first month, right? Last month was your first month starting. You did two hundred grand out of the gate, right? That, right. that was day, your first deal, right? First deal, 200 right. Easy, easy, no problem. Right. So like the, the success, right? The success is nice to see, right? But I know what went into that, man. Yeah. I, I, I know that deal wasn't handed to you. I don't even need to ask, right? <laughs> I don't need to ask to know that, right? The hoops you jumped through to get that deal done. Yeah, I know, but... Nate, and you were rewarded for it. Yeah. So and same again, with you, man. Like greater the setback. That- Right, ready to come back. The comeback, right? We're about to put that on the program logo. <laughs> All in one calling program. The greater the setback, the greater the comeback. That's it. That's it. That's awesome. You know? I've honestly never heard it worded like that. I've heard yeah. it. I've heard it like you know, if you fall, you get back up. All that stuff. But yeah. um, without no risk, there's no reward. But that's a yeah. great one. All right. I'm glad I left you with that nugget, my man. All right. We'll do it. So hey, hey, to put you on the spot. Can can, can 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 we trade nuggets? Can you give me one before we, we get off here? Yeah, man. I mean, my nug for for you and for all the listeners is, um, it, it's I, I don't it's not that flashy, but it's like consi- <laughs> it's just consistency. Like what I've learned through this business is if, if, if through consistent action, it's it's is the way to succeed. Um, because you know. That's it, man. Consistency. I, I have all I these it. people that ask me how, how to get this, how to be successful in real estates. You want, you want to be consistent with your offers. You want to be consistent with your marketing. You want to be consistent with your training. Another yeah. word for consistent in this case would be machine. The, yeah, that is exactly right. All right. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. All right. The, the, yeah. You know more about consistency than I, I don't even need to tell you. You are the machine. <laughs> But it is, it is for some people, the hardest thing to do is to be consistent, you know? Well, set a reminder. I don't know. I forget all sorts of things. And maybe that's one of my attributes. I set reminders all the time and yep. kind of tune. Oh, it went off again. Okay, here. It's, it's, it's time to follow up. 
Yep. Yep. And that's the importance of a CRM. <clears throat> Scott, what we're going to do is continue to help people. That is our goal. And it, to, to partner on deals with them, to help them grow. And eventually they can grow into the bigger mastermind, hopefully. Let's do it. They want to continue to work with us. But what we're going to do, whether you or not you decide to work with us, we're still pr- going to provide value for people who don't even want to join the program. But obviously the people that do, that make that investment themselves, we're going to put a little bit more time and effort into them because they, they're taking action. Yeah, you, you, you can make money. Uh, you can make money. You can make excuses. You know, you, you just can't do both. <laughs> All right. That is the truth. A little, little extra nugget for you, okay? That's a, hey, man, you you got to save some of those nuggets for the next <laughs> one. 